Hi guys, welcome to the Potsdars. A podcast with two brown Catholic South Africans talk about the good, bad and ugly sides of life. Now, stay tuned for your hosts, the Duke and Dame of Stirring the Pots, Bug and Blue. The contents of this episode is not suitable for sensitive viewers and includes triggers of domestic violence and rape. With all the, the happenings of our country and also in the world as well, there's a lot of news going around about GBV also, which is gender-based okay. violence. So you'll be hearing us saying GBV a lot, it's gender-based violence. And it's just been, it's been, over, for me personally, it's been overwhelming. There's a point when you were researching this topic that we had to stop. I had to stop. I he just looked at his laptop and he was just like, I don't even know what to do with it anymore. I actually felt kind of physically ill and it was, yeah, it, it wasn't fun doing this. It was eye-opening. And I have, a, I have a request for the guys as you're listening to the show. Just think about five women in your life and just pick one of them. And just think about them during this episode. And then we'll come back at the end of the episode and I'll tell you why. We'll let you know what that's about. So go ahead and do that now. Before we get into the scary stuff and... Um, it's all scary stuff though. It is all scary stuff. We wanted to share some channels uh, that are available oh, yes, yes. for anyone who has been affected by gender-based violence or is currently experiencing it. So there are three options available in South Africa. One is the Crime Stop Hotline available on zero eight six double zero one zero double one zero triple one sorry so the number again zero eight six double zero one zero triple one yes and the crime line is also available on sms where you can send an anonymous no, sms, SMS through to three double two double one that's three double two double one and there is also the gbv command center which is available on 0800-428-428 and in case you forget that it's basically 0800-GBV-GBV Okay, an interesting fact or statistic about that last number, that 0800 number, the GBV command center within the first three weeks of lockdown they received 120,000 phone calls in three weeks that's double their volume for a month. What? <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. So in three weeks, they double their volumes that they would normally get in a month. Um, yo. Yeah, so... I don't even know. So that's just the people that reported or had problems with And it. that's the thing. Those are only... Everything that we're sharing with you is only the reported cases. Yeah. And the problem with that is... It's not even everything. Yeah, it's not. So some of the things we thought you should know about South Africa. So these are stats, yeah. Is that we're in the top five countries in the world for murder. Yes, we have one of the highest murder rates in the in the world. Um, to top it off, we also have one of the top three rape 
cases and child rape. And so again, it's not this is just, only reported cases. It's not just rape, it's child rape as well. So we well, were in the top three. It's something like, I, it was 37 point something per 100,000. Golly, doodle. We'll get, we'll get back to the child rape thing yeah. and why we emphasized that we're in the top three for rape as well as child rape. <sighs> the next one is we have 50,000 cases of reported rape that was per annum for the year 2018-2019. So again, we're stressing it's 50,000 reported, reported cases. rape cases. So bear in mind that a fair percentage of, of rape and sexual assault cases are not actually reported yeah. because we don't come from a culture where things like that are spoken about and hopefully that changes after this episode yeah yeah I and mean, that's part of why we're sharing all the scary and Facts, intense yeah. stats is to try and perpetuate the conversation that's that's going on in the world in south africa Every 27 minutes, a person is murdered. And every, every minute, someone is raped, or a woman is raped, rather. I'll say that again. Every minute, someone is raped, a woman is raped. And, as if that's not bad enough, there's a 5% increase per annum of that statistic. Yeah. So, in 2019, there was approximately 114 rape cases per okay. day and that increases by 5% per annum. So and, go figure. And if you're looking at another stat in Gauteng province, there were about 5,000 cases of uh, rape reported. There were 3,373 arrests made, so that was good. The shocking stat was 204 was the amount of people that, con- that were convicted. And that was just for the April-May period. Of this year. Of the 2020. So 204 out of 5,000 criminals were actually convicted. I don't know how you how people don't feel sick to the stomach about this. Because but I clearly did. Uh, I. The thing is, for me, reading these stats and doing the research and why it home, I have two sisters... One is 25, 26. The other one is, okay, in late 30s. And my mom, obviously, is going to be in her 60s soon. And then I have a niece. One is, I have two nieces as well that are, that are close to me. One is 10 and one's going to be two. How do we as family members, uncles, brothers, fathers, how are we okay with these stats or how do we, how are we, I, I don't know, I have no, this is, it's, it's been a really difficult topic and for our regular listeners, you can hear from the way that we're presenting the show that this was something that seriously affected yes. us. The, like there's a famous one, it's like Blue's talking about as a man in a family, how how is no one actually upset about these these statistics? And it's funny because as a woman, we're kind of taught and we we learn all of these statistics and we're just like, okay, one in one in five of us has 
experience being something, yeah. exposed or experienced some, some sort of harassment. sexual assault or harassment and it's like okay so girls know in a group of friends at least one of us has been assaulted mm. but, but the, none of the, you guys know any rapists that's the thing because i'm sorry how does that work because okay the thing is a guy is not going to say that he raped a girl because his friends will call him out. They go fuck him up. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I hope they would. That is why you will see that a guy will not will hide it for a very long time. Or and, deny it or deny until it. the yeah. end. Because if a guy talks about it, well, I know in my circle, if any one of my bras finds out it says something about they raping someone or someone they know has raped someone, something's going to happen to that dude. We some something if that guy if we don't like fucking go and find him and do something, then something. And it's wrong. complex because I mean that's that's um, retributive. Yeah, it uh, is retributive. It is. It's. Um, but what what else? Exactly. I mean, what else do you do if if the system? If you're only is getting two hundred and four convictions out of every five thousand, I mean. What do you expect? What do you expect loved ones to do? By no means do I condone, do Ju- I mob condone justice, yeah. mob justice, but it's understandable. It needs to be, it needs In my to, opinion, it's understandable. An example needs to be set. You can't and, touch a woman it's scary. and get away it's, with it's it. It's not only like gender-based violence. You kind of think that it's grown-ups, but it's not. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's from the day you give birth to yeah. a female that you need to be concerned about these things because. A study was done. So children in primary school between the ages of 6 and 11 were six, questioned. 6 years old. 6, six just six emphasis. 6 to 11. 6 to 11 years old were questioned about their exposure or their experience with abuse. And it was reported that girls are more likely to experience contact sexual abuse, whereas boys are more likely to be exposed to sexual content against their will. Yeah. In simple English, that means that a girl is probably going to experience sexual assault or pen- like penetration. Pen- penetrative sexual assault as opposed to a boy who may be coerced maybe into, into watching or maybe looking at something or enacting something, something. for the pleasure of a creeper. Yeah. So I mean oh. This is part of the reason why I don't want to have children. Six, six years old six to, to 11, 11 years six old. Six to 11. Your hormones haven't even kicked in yet. You have no idea what the world is about. You're going to school to learn about ABCs, colouring in, and then you must fucking worry about someone touching you in the wrong place or watching things you don't want to watch and being corrupt. I mean, what the fuck, guys? On the subject of getting touched in the wrong places, parents, I cannot emphasize how important yes, it is to teach your children about these things. Please do not teach your children that they have to give one bar to that auntie or to the uncle that they want that they're clutching at your skirts about. Children have intuition. They know if they are not comfortable, do not force them, especially your daughters. Yes. There is no reason for you to go and hug and kiss anyone that you are not comfortable with because you're perpetuating rape culture. Yes. And please... Teach them the right names. Yes, thank you. I was about to say that. Go for it. Please, it's not cookie and bully. It's penis, vagina, uh, um, boobs or breasts, whatever. Use the right terminology. I'm not sure if you guys heard the story where the young 
uh, a little girl, little girl went like going to the seven. teacher and tells the teacher, oh, my uncle keeps touching my cookie or he wants to play with my cookie or whatever it is. And this goes on for a while. And the teacher doesn't think anything of it because she because thinks cookie, biscuit, okay? So The child is just making up stories yeah. about playing with her uncle. And biscuits. Meanwhile, Meanwhile the- she was being assaulted at home by her uncle. And they only found out, like, I don't know what, a few months down the line. Uh, Guys, it is imperative to teach your children the right words for the, their genital parts and areas. And also to have the talks openly from a young age that they don't have to go with people that they don't want to go with. And you have to have your permission to go out with someone. I know a lot of people um, don't have full-time nannies or not at home and the kids are at home. And that's understandable. But you need to have some kind of safety protocol in place. Okay, let's be moving into the actual GBV, gender-based violence. It's broken down into yeah. different categories. Two that we thought we would highlight are... The first one was IPV, so it's um, Intimate Partner Violence. This is the most common of the GBV. So this is where um, it can happen in, actually can happen in homosexual and heterosexual relationships. Uh, relationships. Yeah. That also blew my mind because you also think about GBV within the context of heterosexuality and hardly ever yeah. in, in homosexual context. So IPV is your physical abuse, your sexual abuse, emotional abuse, and it's also controlling behaviors. Yeah, emotional so, abuse. So almost like a narcissist or like, yeah, yeah I would say sure, narcissistic, narcissistic behavior. So that's the most common one. The other one is... The other one is domestic violence. So this may include IPV, meaning that it may be at the hands of your partner, but it also includes family family violence, mm. familial violence, and child abuse. Yeah. So that's the main difference. So, so it doesn't have to be your partner. It can be maybe your uncle or your grandfather yeah, or whatever. Someone, someone, someone else in the in family. family. But that's, it includes children. Yeah, it does include children. So, and it's not just giving a few clubs that, like what some of us experience growing up it's like <laughs> catching physically, us a whole yeah, lighting here and there is not such bad leaving thing, blue black marks no. and people in hospital and uh, 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 just this has just been so much and i think what triggered what triggered this and this is really home for bugs is uh okay i'm trying to pronounce the name correctly <laughs> so off air, we were discussing this case, which happened in last Cape year. Town in 2019, year, yeah. and it was it was very scary. And I think, in in my opinion, this is what triggered the whole mm. outcry of gender-based violence in South Africa. So Uyinene was Uyinene was a UCT student. She was going to the post office, bludgeoned by a psycho post office worker. And it was scary for me because I used to go to that post office. I was at UCT and it's such a normal place to go. All the students, you jump off the jammy shuttle and you go do your shopping, you go, do, you go to pick and pay. And the post office is a normal place to go. Yes. Why? Why do women need to think twice three times four times before leaving their house to go buy bread to go post something to their mother come on man that could have been me exactly to put it in perspective the post office is near the spa and the yeah it's in a little it's in a little center that's that's like down the road from down the road from campus and uh, i just 
it was it was something else for me because I literally I used to walk there by myself and to think that genuinely could, could have, have been, been me. me yeah and that's what like my friends from from UCT and that was the whole outcry is that come on we're going to buy bread mm. seriously must we really think about when how why we must go buy bread but, yeah it's bread exactly it's a mundane task and that's what I said it's a mundane task why do we need to think twice about sending our woman out to buy or to do mundane tasks when it should be a norm. The nice thing is um, that it's been rec- that gender-based violence has been recognized as a pandemic. Yeah. Recently, our president said that after coronavirus in South Africa, yeah. which is our current pandemic, it's actually gender-based violence because, I mean, the system's completely defunct. Yeah, it is. Um, we mentioned that we're in the top five and top three for murder and rape, but also we have cultural issues yes, in South Africa that just perpetuate Perturate. and the cycle continues. So one of the things that we researched and found that the factors that lead to gender-based violence is the fact that we have gendered power in inequality, which is perpetuated by the patriarchy, meaning that males in our society view themselves higher uh, yeah, and superior. have more power over females. Why? Why? And Who? Why? Yeah, we also have a very violent culture. Yes, so we... Factors that can perpetuate is um, if you are in a violent culture, yeah. if you're exposed to violence from a young age, um, if within your culture men are viewed as superior, gender roles are still extremely traditional and strict, so to say, yeah. as well as controlled by men. Yeah, I don't think traditional is, is the right way. I think if it's strict, traditional is fine, you know, if, 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 yeah, you, yeah. if you have an understanding of it. But if it's like strict where the man says you are only allowed to cook and you must cook and you can't talk about business or if you have an opinion, then... Your place you're is in the kitchen because if I'm earning the bacon, I sure ain't cooking it. But cooking is not a... It's not a gender-specific skill. Everyone should know how to cook. It's a fucking survival skill. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing special, boys, if you can cook baked beans. Or Sorry. Clean, <laughs> or fucking iron. Okay, following on from that, I think we also found that, especially in South Africa, we have social norms that encourage or fuel the GBV. Um, in certain cultures, the women accept their abuse because of traditional it's a it's a cultural norm yeah yeah it's i paid cows for you yeah lobola. So, so the thing of lobola where you exchange money or cattle for your wife and then the man has can, entitlement can, to you he can give me a couple of claps here and there yeah which really bugs me as i mentioned earlier i said that we'd get back to why child rape is an issue okay so in the 90s when HIV and AIDS were, was blowing up out of proportion, it was a myth that if a man or someone who had AIDS had sex with a virgin, then they would be cured of HIV AIDS. Again, why, who, I don't where, know what, how that how? came about, but that was the thing. For me, I think the most important thing to learn from everything discussed here is that it seems to be just a South African culture. And we need to talk about it. We need to ask those questions about 
why is sleeping with a virgin supposed to cure HIV AIDS or to just to ask those questions because if you don't you're perpetuating the culture of of gender-based violence and rape yeah bugs bring up a good point there um guys do need to talk about it they need to ask questions and they also need to teach their fellow men their brothers their younger their sons and everyone in their circle i think if you talk about it and how to be gentlemen how to treat a woman because if you think about it think about the person you're thinking about during this this episode how would you feel if that happened to someone you love or someone you know if someone had to walk by and harass them cat call smack their ass whatever it is <sighs> so guys i'm appealing to you think about that the next time you hear one of these stories or you hear someone making a joke or you hear someone being inappropriate Can stand up from the woman stand up for the woman be a man that's what being a man is and that was blues but for the week Thanks for staying tuned. Be sure to tell us how much you loved listening to us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Podbean. Catch, Catch your two favorite brown Catholic South Africans, Africans next week. week. Stay safe. Peace.